Welcome to Midnight Slumber. I am your host, Zach Miller. Join me as we take a journey through the alternate realities that take place after midnight. This week, Art Venture was at home with his friends when he noticed a large black cat in his house. This cat is not what it seems and causes more chaos than he could have ever expected. Enjoy this chaotic story called Black Cats. Our kids' laughter rings through their makeshift pillow fort as they watch cartoons in the living room. The main couch has been stripped of all its cushions, and the chairs in the dining room have been brought in as supports for the multiple blankets. We adults have been left to stand in the kitchen and chat. We have a few bar stools. There is only enough for a couple people to sit, so the rest of us are standing. It is pretty impressive how well they put the fort together, considering none of them are older than eight. The spread of food on the counters was thoroughly enjoyed, and the only thing that wasn't touched much was the vegetable tray. Most of the hot dogs and burgers are gone. The kids tore through the cookies. I reach for the last snickerdoodle when a large black cat jumps onto the counter. This catches all of us off guard, as we don't have any cats. The cat sniffs the food. But what is bizarre is that this cat has a large set of insect wings on its back. The wings buzz and flutter as they sniff the food. I move closer to the cat, getting a better look at it, and it unfolds its wings. The cat begins to hover off the table, gently landing on the floor and awkwardly walking towards the living room. I follow it and direct one of my friends to grab a large box from the garage. The cat's skin shifts, sagging as it turns the corner. I realize this creature is not a cat, but a massive hornet in disguise. I race forward, grabbing the kitchen broom and readying my attack. I hear the kids scream before I can even enter the living room, and the buzzing intensifies. The kids come running through the kitchen calling for us, just as my friend runs up behind me with a box. The kids jump into their parents' arms while my kids hide behind my wife. My friend and I charge forward into the living room, ready to capture this monstrosity of an insect, only to realize that there are more of them. I counted five before my friend and I rushed out of there in fear. We tell everyone to head outside as my friend dials an exterminator. The hornets shed their cat costumes as they swing and jab their stingers at us. We manage to dodge the attacks, and I knocked one of them out of the air, slamming it into the counter and causing it to wither into a small husk. This sight angers the other wasps, intensifying their attacks. One of them scrapes my hand with its stinger, sending a searing pain through my body. My friends pull me out into the backyard as the others slam the back door shut. The hornets scratch and sting the inside of the door, trying to break it down. I fall to the ground in pain. My friends lift me up and keep walking towards the woods to get to safety. The outside is very bright and beautiful. The tall redwood trees provide ample cover from the bright sun and good cover for hiding. They let me rest against one of the trees as I look at my hand. The scratch is no bigger than a two-inch paper cut, but the wound is a purplish green. Thankfully, the infection seems to have stopped and is slowly fading away the longer I look at it. 
My friend on the phone is now having a deep conversation with the exterminator. I hear him ask where we are now, and my friend tells him we are in the woods. The phone goes silent, followed by the exterminator telling us to get out of the woods. We need to be in our cars. My friend's face goes from confusion to panic as he frantically looks around. I glance past him and notice why he is fearful. Between the trees, behind him, are massive sets of webbing. It's not just that tree, but many of the trees around us. My friend speaks up, telling us we need to head back the same way we came. Everyone begins to panic, but I back him up, telling them it'll be fine. We need to get to our cars to ensure the hornets can't get to us. A few of them run ahead trying to bring the vehicles to us, while the rest of us circle together and begin backtracking. I try to keep my kids focused on heading forward, but as I look around, I notice that we are almost entirely surrounded by webbing. One of the other kids screams. I see she was looking up, but is now trying to bury her face in her father's arms. I notice hundreds of giant red spiders looking down upon us. All of us pick up our pace. The spiders descend to their webs and continue to watch us. I can tell they are looking for one of us to break from the group so that they can grab someone. One spider gets low enough to try reaching out its long leg to snag me. I use the broom I still hold on to and bat its leg away. The spider recoils and glares at me with all eight of its eyes. Some of the smaller spiders land on us, which are the size of our hands. Everyone begins freaking out and trying to knock the spiders away. We manage to keep them away from the kids, but just the sight of the chaos around them causes them to cry in fear. We make it out of the woods, pulling the last few spiders off us and hopping into the cars our friends have unlocked. We all pile in just as the hornets break down the door and come pouring out. Some chase us, but we shut the doors in time. The spiders take notice of the hornets and focus on them instead. The hornets, unaware, begin to be attacked with webs. One gets fully wrapped up before the others can respond and is pulled deep into the woods. A loud screeching comes from the other remaining hornets, followed by an even louder buzzing as hundreds of other hornets join the fight. What unfolds is a massive battle. The exterminator comes barreling into the backyard with his team as the insects take one another down. They are in a bright green and yellow armor, with large backpacks full of chemicals. The main guy yells at us to flee so that they can begin working. My friends don't hesitate and drive off as fast as they can. The yard behind us shrinks as we speed away, and everything gets covered in purple smoke which fills the air and sky behind us. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your thoughts on tonight's episode. Please leave a comment, a good rating, and follow us on our social media pages down in the description. I'm your host, Zach Miller. Have a good midnight slumber.